You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. Yes, certainly. Um, it's a fascinating story, uh, but it's also a tragic story. Uh, the ship left Mumbai in India. In 1942, carrying 60 tons of silver, but also 900 people, and uh, off the coast of the Maldives, uh, a Japanese uh, torpedo hit it. Uh, the ship sank, uh, and 300 uh, lives were lost. And the silver sank three kilometers to the bottom of the ocean, where it remained until 2017. So, in 2000, uh, and, sorry, um, please go yeah, ahead, sorry. Jeff. And then in 2000- I mean, the uh, uh, a British company found the silver, and they spent what must be said were were many millions of dollars bringing it back to the surface. So, as things stand right now, uh, the South African government um, claims that it is the legal owner of that hoard. Uh, so, Argentum, which is the exploration company, um, are they then not obliged to release the silver because who owns it? Well, it's interesting enough. The it's now accepted that South Africa is the legal owner. Uh, what's what's at issue is that English in English law, uh, the people who found uh, the silver, the people who salvaged it, are, are due a reward for the fact that they had to spend money uh, finding it and bringing it to the surface. So the issue is that the Argentum, the salvagers, they say, uh, "Give us this reward," and South Africa is saying. Well, uh, we may or may not give you a reward, but the issue is that our courts in South Africa should decide that issue, uh, not an English government official. So, where does that case stand right now? Has the court ruled in any way? Uh, so, it's actually been ruled on uh, twice previously. So, the High Court in England uh, found, in the first instance, uh, that. Uh, That the Argentum, the salvagers, were in fact due a uh, a, a reward, uh, and that also was uh, upheld by the Court of Appeal in a split decision. So one judge uh, d- declined to uh, go down that route, but two judges did. Uh, and as a result of that, uh, the case is now in the Supreme Court, where five uh, very eminent justices are, uh, as we speak, hearing submissions from both sides in, re- in relation to the case. Uh, and there's some very difficult issues here as to um, as to state immunity. So uh, the issue with state immunity is that all, all states are supposed to be deemed equal, uh, and they are also entitled not to uh, uh, have the domestic courts of another state rule on their sovereign actions because because they are deemed to be uh, equal. Uh, and what South Africa are, are saying, uh, very eloquently, I, I should add, is is on that basis. Uh, it, it's for us to decide in our, our courts. Now, the issue arises because of something called the commercial exception. So, if if a state is involved in in commercial activity, the law says, "Hang on, it's 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 not fair that uh, that you can say you're you're immune from from other courts because you're acting in a business sense." Uh, and the issue here is whether um, the fact that the silver was was used for was was specified to be used for coinage by the South Africa, South African Mint 
makes it uh, a commercial activity or not a commercial activity. And, and that really is the, the, the key issue at the heart of this case. Mm. I'm just curious, Jihad, uh, with regard to Argentum, uh, did they actually specifically set out to go and, you know, find uh, that hoard, uh, that uh, uh, 2,000-odd bars of silver, or was this something that happened by accident? That's a very good question. As I understand it, Argentum was uh, was set up in 2012 by, by a very interesting uh, figure in the UK. Uh, he's a hedge fund manager, but he also uh, is, a, is a keen motor racer. Uh, and the idea was that because of the recent technological advances uh, globally in terms of the ability to send robots down very deep into the ocean, there was an opportunity to to try and salvage uh, valuable cargoes in ships that have been lost over over many centuries, uh, and so I, I presume I, I, I'm not part of the case, so I don't know this for a fact. But I presume that they they studied various records to see when ships have been lost and try and identify cargoes. And then, as I understand, uh, Argentum contracted a, a specialist company, spent eighteen months scanning the uh, the seabed off off the, the coast of the Maldives. To, uh, to, to try and find the Argentum. Uh, what's interesting, and, and there's some reference to this um, in, in the cases themselves, is that other companies were doing the same thing uh, and were potentially uh, in touch with the South African government to see if, if, if a deal could be struck with the South African government to divide the proceeds. Argentum, on the other hand, did not do that. They did not contact the South African government. What they did is, once they found the silver, uh, they, they they took it by ship to Southampton in the UK and they handed it over to a government official. Uh, and it's been the government official that's made inquiries as to the ownership of it uh, and involved South Africa. So just to bottom line this, as I understand from what you, uh, you've explained, so um, the cargo right now as we speak is in Southampton uh, and uh, it's been... Uh, legally resolved that it belongs to the South African government but uh, at the moment it is all about whether the South African government should pay Argentum uh, for the salvage operation. That's absolutely right or or, or perhaps uh, putting it another way whether the South African government should should have to listen to what the English courts or the English officials said should be the salvage award because the thing with state immunity is it only applies uh, in South South Africa's dealings in courts in other states, um, what South Africa is saying is, we using our law will decide um, what the salvage is. So even if um, South Africa prevail in the English courts, uh, it may be the case that the South African courts will will become involved further down the line, uh, and and that may be something that that South Africa is is, is more comfortable with. It is undoubtedly South Africa's silver, uh, and in those circumstances, um, it may be deemed fit for the South African courts to to be the ones with the final say on it. Fascinating story. Just a final question, uh, Jared. Uh, Eight hundred and seventy-three million rand worth of silver, or thirty-seven uh, million pounds. Uh, how much is Argentum asking uh, for their expense? Well. Uh, I, I haven't seen a specific figure. I, I've seen what uh, what has been quoted as a massive sum. 
Um, as, you, as you said, I think the, the value is, is some 43 million uh, US dollars. Uh, obviously, the, the, the retrieval exercise would have been very significant. So it, it will be a significant portion of that. I, I have no doubt um, about that. Thank you so much for your time and helping us understand this. Uh, Jared Mustafa is a lawyer at international firm uh, Volterra Fieta. And uh, what an interesting story. We'll keep an eye on this one and let you know as it develops. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.